0: Make that two IU basketball teams that are in the top 25 for the preseason Associated Press poll. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday, October 19th, this is locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Brood. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen uh, every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Sweat Block. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweat Block. Save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Yesterday, uh, we talked about the IU men's basketball team being ranked number 13 in the preseason AP poll on Tuesday. uh, The women's preseason AP poll came out, and the IU women's basketball team is ranked number 11 in that poll this is obviously kind of the golden era of IU women's basketball. We talked a lot about that last season with that group that they had. This team still has a lot of talent coming back. And this is also the 58th consecutive week IU is in the poll, dating back to the 2019-20 season. Hoosiers um, have a lot of talent. It's a little bit different than with the men's team. I mentioned on on Tuesday's episode that the men's team, I felt, still had some things to prove. The women's team has two All-Americans, a couple guards who have played at at uh, high-level programs, either Oregon or Sarascaglia at uh, Minnesota. They have a lot more, I feel, proven talent which might warrant why they're a little bit uh, higher ranked. Obviously not apples to apples with everything there, but the Big Ten in women's basketball was well represented in this poll. South Carolina was the runaway number one, unanimous all 30 first place votes. Stanford was number two. Texas was number three. And Iowa was number four. Tennessee, who the Hoosiers will travel to, uh, during non-conference play was number five. UConn, who the Hoosiers lost to to end last season, was number six. Uh, but then you have IU, number 11, as the second Big Ten team. UNC, who they will play in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, is number 12. Ohio State is number 14. IU beat them in the Big Ten tournament to get to the Big Ten uh, championship game. Maryland, who they also beat, number 17, Nebraska, number twenty-two, Michigan, number twenty-five. In total, there were six Big Ten teams ranked in the top twenty-five. Now, the trade-off is that there were no, there was nobody else that even received votes within the Big Ten. And to be honest, I was a little surprised to see Michigan in there with Nas Hillman having left. Uh, I think that they'll be decent. Top 25, I don't know about. I guess we'll, we'll find out here in the coming weeks. But nonetheless, those six programs are going to be uh, tough programs this season. And this shows you just how good the Big Ten is uh, and how strong of a women's basketball conference they are becoming. Just think back to two, three, four years ago when it felt like it was Maryland than everybody else. Now you have Iowa up there, Indiana up there, Ohio State up there, all those teams ranked above Maryland, Nebraska right below them, Michigan as well, so uh, this level of competition is is only going to uh, improve for, help everybody improve, basically, so I'm really excited for this women's basketball season. The Hoosiers are going to be in the mix with all these top programs playing against them this year. Uh, A couple games against Iowa are going to be super, super fun, so I can't wait to see what the women's basketball team is going to do. In other preseason news, we mentioned her a second ago, Sarah Scalia was named one of 20 candidates on the Ann Ann Myers-Drysdale Award watch list. Now, that is given uh, basically to the top shooting guard in the country each season, there is a... As I said, 20-candidate shortlist for this award. Uh, There's some notable previous winners. Ashley Owusu from Maryland won it last season before transferring. Um, Ari McDonald won it the year prior at Arizona. She led the Wildcats past IU in the Elite Eight. Uh, A a truly special player she was. Uh, There's a number of... Familiar names on the list this season, Haley Van Lith from Louisville, um, a number of Big Ten um, players and candidates uh, on this list. I'm assuming, based on the fact that she's not on this list, that Grace Berger is considered a point guard uh, because you look Leah Brown is on this list from Michigan, Jazz Shelley from Nebraska, um, and as we mentioned, um, Haley Van Lith and Jordan Horston from Tennessee was the other one I wanted to point out as the Hoosiers will see her this season. So, a lot of talent on that list and Scalia among them, and you know what, let's take a look and preview Sarah Scalia's season uh, with the Hoosiers, a big get in the transfer portal, one that... I don't think anybody expected uh, to for the Hoosiers to really land, but someone that I think is really going to change the dynamic of this IU team and could really lift the ceiling on what this Hoosier team could be. Before we dive into any of that, though, let's talk about today's sponsor, Sweat Block. Look, sweat is not something fun to talk about. Um, there are, are a lot of people, though, who have embarrassing stories related to sweat as you can see i am someone that is bigger and sweats a lot i was at a wedding this weekend walking around downtown philly from ceremony to reception uh, trying not to sweat up a storm what i had forgotten to bring with me was today's sponsor sweat block unfortunately my dress shirt did not survive a walk across uh, philadelphia but uh, if I had had Sweat Block, that would have changed the game because Sweat Block would have been able to fix my problem. There, It's created by a doctor to help uh, with excessive sweating. I've tried it in the past. It works. It sounds too good to be true. It's not. I promise you it works. Uh, it's doctor-created, doctor-recommended. So if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or Odor, try sweatblock save 20% off with promo code lockedon at sweatblock.com also available on Amazon Big shout out to all of you who made us or who make us I should say your first listen every single day also those who continue to watch over on YouTube you guys are awesome if you can head on over to um lockedon hoosiers on Apple Leave us a quick review. Helps us out a ton. Sarah Scalia might have been a name heading into the offseason. Some IU fans would have remembered, most likely because she torched IU in Mich- uh, Minnesota's trip to Bloomington last season. Uh, IU won the game 80-70. to 70. It was close because Scalia had 26 points, 7 of 12 shooting from 3, uh, 9 of 20 overall. She did everything she could in that contest to um, upset, then ranked number five IU. So, uh, she's someone that entered the transfer portal. I'm going to be honest. I did not catch she had even entered the transfer portal. And then, boom, the Hoosiers land her. And uh, it is it was a huge get. Like I said, it was not uh, someone... I don't think anybody really thought was realistic, not because of, of any other reason. Maybe realistic isn't the right word, but just not someone that I that that we pictured uh, IU landing. But hats off to Terry Morin, because in many ways, this is exactly the type of guard the Hoosiers needed uh, on this team. Last season, Scalia played 33 games, started all of them 35 minutes a game. Scored 17.9 points per game, uh, tacked on 4.3 rebounds, which for a 5'10 guard is notable. But where she's going to help Indiana most, far and away, is that she shot 41.3% from three point territory on 8.2 attempts per game. She would have been miles and away. I used best shooter last season. Uh, she is someone that she is the type of player I should say that the Hoosiers did not have and have not had for a number of years. She's someone that uh is defenses are going to have to like acknowledge her as a three-point shooter, and basically they're gonna have to close out on hard on her. They're gonna have to know where she is at all times. I mean, this is someone last season that was all Big Ten second team. She's going to be on the scouting report. This isn't like last year where you had shooters like Allie Patberg and Nicole Cardano-Hillary who at times were knockdown shooters and had streaky performances and um, defenses kind of knew where they were, but you could take a risk um, not defending them. Scalia, 41.3% is quite something. Like You're not going to take the risk leaving her open with that percentage. And that changes how teams are going to defend IU and that changes how IU can attack things. Um, Three-point shooting just hasn't been something that they've had, which can make things difficult when you're looking at someone like Mackenzie Holmes and uh, how much space she has to work around the rim or even Grace Berger and... Uh, the driving lane she has or hasn't had at times. So adding someone like Scalia, who is going to command the respect of the defense, command the attention of the defense, is going to open things up for Indiana. She comes in at a perfect time. In a lot of ways, it makes a ton of sense that she came in, even if it wasn't someone uh, that was maybe on people's radars. With Pat Berg leaving, Cardona Hillary leaving, IU not only needed uh, minutes at the guard position, they needed... Some veterans, to be honest, somebody, some experience might be a better way of putting it. Scalia has played three seasons at Minnesota, 80 games in the, uh, at Minnesota, 78 of those she started. She's a career 38% three point shooter. Um, she is, she, she knows what it's like to play in the big Ten. This is might be a bit of a step up for her uh, in terms of kind of the national conversation. But if I use goals are to win Big Ten titles, whether regular season or in the tournament, landing someone like Scalia, I think, is noteworthy in avoiding there being any kind of learning curve or anything like that with any type of new guards you bring in. Uh, as you try to get them up to speed. Now, there's going to be just a general learning curve of of her playing alongside Ber- Grace Berger and presumably Sidney Parrish, Mackenzie Holmes, whoever that fifth starter is going to be. Scalia is going to start. Uh, whoever that fifth starter is going to be, there'll be a general learning curve of just that lineup, learning how to play with one another, but... Um, when it comes to playing in the Big Ten and just the idea of what to expect in Big Ten play and opponents, things of that nature, having her, I think, is an invaluable asset, and uh, it's going to make this IU team a lot more intriguing this upcoming season. Uh, having not just her as a, a veteran guard, but the skill set skill set she brings, it's just not something like I said IU has had in recent seasons. It's going to change how defenses approach guarding the Hoosiers. Um, Last season, at times, defenses just kind of dared IU to outscore or to shoot from, from deep. Maybe not necessarily outscore them, but beat them from deep. When you have someone like Scalia who can fill it up, that may not be ideal because, I mean, there were a number of times last season, 32 points against Penn State in the uh, Big Ten finale for the regular season, 33 against Green Bay in the first round of the NIT. Like, you give her space, you give her the shots, and she's going to punish you. 31 against Michigan State in a loss. Uh, She was 7 of 13 from 3 in that one. Uh, 37 against uh, Ohio in a 99-93 win. Um early in the season and on conference play like this is someone who has bona fide scoring credentials and is coming to the Hoosiers to be a great complimentary piece to Grace Berger and Mackenzie Holmes. It's going to make life a lot easier on them. They're going to make life a lot easier on her uh, with both of their ability to just command attention. Uh, defenses are still going to regard Berger and Holmes is the number one options, number one, number two options. Scalia was the number one option last season. So it's going to be more openings for her. Hopefully she'll be able to take advantage of might be a little bit of a different role for her. Maybe her three pointers are going to come in different ways as maybe more spot ups or or open looks like that. But um, I think there could be big things in store for her and for the Hoosiers uh, this upcoming season. Let's wrap things up today by talking about Deshaun McCullough, uh, someone we haven't talked about in the last few weeks, but he was featured in the Athletics midseason freshman All American team. We'll talk about his inclusion, the season he has had so far. Before we do any of that, these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. Uh, that's why. Uh, You want to be 100% certain that you have the best qualified candidates available. And to do that, just head on over to LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Uh, Everybody has a LinkedIn. That that makes it simple. Just head on over there. um, Create your free job posting. Once you do that, Uh, You add the job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Deshaun McCullough was someone we talked about early in the season. Uh, He was blowing everybody away. Just how good he looked. It's almost gone under the radar, basically, uh, that he has continued that level of play. Maybe not the flashy plays. The the sacks uh, may not be as plentiful in Big Ten play as they were in non-conference play at times, but... He's still an impactful player which as a true freshman is very rare like that's just not something that happens on a regular basis. Uh, the end result is that he found himself on Tuesday on the athletics uh, midseason freshman all-American team put together by Mac or Max Olson. Uh, it was a simply an 11man offense an 11man defense. Uh, and a number of sp- uh, three special teams players. Uh, so for McCullough to find his way onto this national list is noteworthy. Here's what Olsen had to say about McCullough. Uh, McCullough, a top 100 recruit, flipped from Ohio State to play with his brothers and became the highest ranked signee in Hoosier history. That's a lot to live up to, but McCullough is off to an impressive start. Uh, the explosive six-foot-five, 230-pounder has been... Really productive as an edge defender uh, and is showing he uh, can line up all over. I guess predominantly he's been an edge rusher, but he's listed as a linebacker. So that kind of tells you what his role is. It's not like I use playing a 3-4 defense. He, he's lined up all over the place and made that impact. In seven games, he has 28 tackles, 17 solo, and uh, 11 assisted, five tackles for loss, four of those sacks. Uh, he's defended a couple of passes as well. He's had some highs. He's had some lows. He's been caught out in coverage for touchdowns, which, I mean, you would anticipate he's going to have some moments where he struggles. But um, he he's played a, maybe a – I was going to say a surprisingly big role, but when you're as good as he was, and as we heard – Everything coming into the season, it probably wasn't all that surprising that he uh, played the role that he did uh, twice. His game high in tackles has been six against Illinois and Michigan. Uh, Had five tackles against Idaho and Nebraska, so he's kind of made a consistent impact throughout. Both of his passes defended were against Maryland last weekend. Uh, As I said, he had a sack against Nebraska Uh, He had a couple of them in that Idaho game. That second half of that Idaho game was really when he kind of had his coming out party and made everybody realize just how good he was. Uh, He had a sack against Western Kentucky and one against Nebraska. But just seeing, like physically he does not look overmatched, and that's usually the biggest thing with freshmen is that they step onto the, the field as freshmen and they need to put on weight, they need to put on muscle, uh so that they don't look like a true freshman. And that's not the case with McCullough. Despite being playing a linebacker, slash edge rusher, slash whatever you want to call him, he has not looked out of place physically. Uh he is someone that I don't want to say is fit in seamlessly, but um he just doesn't look out of place when he's out there, which again it's hard to overstate. This isn't obviously like basketball where Freshmen can be one and done and, and shape the t- how the team plays. That's not how things go with true freshmen in college football in most situations. So for him to step out onto the field and make that level of impact is is really special. Uh, there were a couple uh, names that might be familiar for Big Ten fans. Um, Roman Hemby may be top among them. He was listed as a on the first team, all offense as a kind of a playmaker, basically, uh, a flex position. He's rushed for 502 yards and four touchdowns, uh, played really well against the Hoosiers, really frustrating how well he uh, he played defensively. There's some guys the Hoosiers have played uh, or will play. Dante Corleone from Cincinnati is on here on the defensive line. Uh, Gabe Jockis from Illinois, Jay Sean Barham from Maryland. Uh, three of the four linebackers are from the Big Ten with McCullough as well. Uh, so impressive stuff from Deshaun McCullough. He's been, he's lived up to the hype, to the expectation. He's been a, a truly awesome uh, player. One of the brightest spots in a season that is looking increasingly uh, darker and more frustrating. Deshaun McCullough continues to shine. So excited to watch him continue to grow, if nothing else, this season. Thanks again for making Lockdown Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to do a men's basketball uh, season preview or two. Try to get caught up on those as we're quickly closing in on the season. Know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Everyday host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten. I was on today's episode to talk about the men's preseason top 25, the state of the Big Ten as they only had three teams ranked in it. So head on over there to hear that conversation. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a quick rating review, rating and review. You guys know all this stuff. Most importantly, hope you get through hump day well. And as always, Elio.